Happy March. Happy March. Oh my gosh. Oh. This year, where is it going? Flying by. Flying, honey. That's so true. So true. What have y'all been up to? Oh, Just man. Working, getting mm-hmm. the fridge replaced, you know, really exciting oh. stuff. How about you guys? That is exciting. Um, yeah. Same. Yeah. Except for my fridge works fine. So just yeah. the work stuff. I I feel like there's a lot of hectic work shit going on with everyone I've talked to recently. Yeah. The girls are exhausted. I think it's just everybody's just picking up pace again. You know, yeah. it's like, let's get to it. Yeah. Boots on the ground kind of thing. Yeah. And it's like, I'm still not ready. My, you know, emotionally, I'm not there. Physically, I am not there. (laughs) No, same. (laughs) So they need to slow down a little bit. They do. Just a little. They really do. Well, I'll tell you one thing that has been giving me joy. So I started, (laughs) I I don't know if anyone, any of you two, (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) the whole crew that's here right now, or the cats, um, Mm -hmm. if they or you have watched <laughs> Vampire Diaries or the originals? No. But so I did it backwards. I watched the originals first and okay. now I'm watching Vampire Diaries while I work and it just it brings me some joy. But if anyone out there wants to talk about either of these shows, hit your girl up. I know they're not new. I know they're both over, but um, you know, it's still exciting to me. It's giving me joy during the workday. So it's what I live for now. Inspiring uh-huh. me to start watching that. Yeah. Yeah. Holly heard you talking about her with that question and decided to tell you that she has not watched it oh. in a very aggressive way. Well, <laughs> she might like it. Um, I don't know. There's some cute boys, some pretty ladies, you know, mm. it's it's fun. We have fun. Us in the van. I, I love a vampire. Here's what you don't know about me. I love a oh, vampire. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I know a few. I can hook it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. She's married. She is married. <laughs> oh my um, God. Not like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I could use some vampire friends. Uh, we did meet I lots of vampires oh. when we my God. were in it's Salem. It's true. We did meet lots of vampires. We did. We did. This past weekend, there was a uh, vamp salon, I vamp things event in Salem. Looked very fun and interesting. One day I'll attend one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll have to come like specifically centered around one because I would love to dress up. Right? Yeah. That, yeah. That's the main. Looks pretty wild. They do like rituals and there's Ooh. Like, dancing and it's very serious. Yes. But also looks like a lot of fun yeah so. you know mm-hmm. i love i love to put together a good look i saw this time they wore white yep and oh. it looked just gorgeous. gorgeous yeah gorgeous yeah all right love it speaking of going places uh a few people have reached out and been like we know you guys are planning more trips how can we support you if we like aren't able to commit to patreon or repod monthly we get it uh, there is an option on our website in the shop. It's called show your support or something to that effect. You can donate a set amount and be done with it. Um, so just 
Just letting you know for the people who have asked. It's Pretty there. tight. There's What's also sweet people? buy a T-shirt, buy something special for yourself. You get something fun. You get to show us some support and you get a nice something out of it. So there's that fun stuff. Very fun. Yeah, we love it. Well, should we get into it? Should we do the thing? Absolutely. All right. Well, we're the Golden Ghouls, Alyssa, Kylie, Emily, and it's time to get spooky. Oh, my voice cracked. She's going through puberty. She's, She's turning into a woman. Oh, finally. I've been waiting 30 uh, years. <laughs> oh, I'm so lucky. Well, this week we're heading to Mississippi. Wow. I can't tell you. So we have like multiple documents where we keep track of like stuff we've talked about. Or, like, I have notes, docs, where I, like, make my notes. I cannot tell you how many times I had to write Mississippi in the last few, de- few days. Jeez Louise. And I had to do M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I every single time. Alyssa, I think you're speaking for the people. I mean, who doesn't do that? You have to. And it's you're fun. You're, like, <laughs> insane if you don't, you know? Like, you yeah. must be, like, yeah. genius, genius. If yeah. you just write Mississippi. You must be Mensa. Genius. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have to sing the tune. <laughs> if you don't sing the tune, come forward. We want to oh, look we, at you, you freak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we want to put you in a museum. <laughs> we want to put you in a t-shirt. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We just put, we put them on display and everyone yeah. just stares. <laughs> All right. Who, who's going first today? I can go first if you want. Get crazy. I'll go next. Okay. Okay. So we're going to go over to Meridian, Mississippi, and I'll spare you the details of the history of the city for another time. Mm, But we're going to go on over to Marahope. And Marahope is a beautiful 26-room Victorian mansion uh, that currently serves as a historic house museum. And it was originally built in 1858 by Richard McLemore. No <gasps> relation to current oh, day McLemore. Oh, damn. But imagine, imagine. Be I sick. like how we both were like, ah, oh, shucks, like we <laughs> love McLemore. I've never, <laughs> I've never heard another McLemore, though. Have you? Yes. I had a oh. friend with that last name growing up. Oh, okay, cool. Well, then. Are they related? No. Hers uh-huh. is spelled differently, but said the same. Oh, okay. This one is spelled M-C-L-E-M-O-R-E, yes, where Macklemore, the artist, is M-A-C-K-L-E-M-O-R-E. Correct. M-I-S-S-I-P-P-I. Exactly. Oh my yeah, well, my near son. friend might be related to this guy in Kylie's mm-hmm. story. She very well could be. She very well could be. We're going to have to ask her. I'll so, hit her up on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen this man? Have you seen this man? Did you know you no, just you, said her grandpa question mark? <laughs> dad. <sighs> Speaking of dad. So Richard McLemore, good old Ricky, he actually built the home for his daughter, Jariah Jackson. Um, and it was at first at the time, it was only a three room cottage. 
But then later on, it was purchased in 1868 by Mr. John Gary, who added most of the other rooms um, to make space and room for his family who would often reside there. So it went from, a, you know, quaint three-room cottage to 26-room Victorian mansion. So quite, quite a bit of a uh, <laughs> that upgrade. has got to be the largest addition on a house I've ever heard of. Right, just like adding Why three more houses. Well, not yeah. Buy a bigger house, six or more like houses? buy. I I don't know. You know what? She's not. She's never bought a home before, <laughs> so <laughs> she doesn't know. But it just seems wild. No, it does. It does. Okay. Um, the land that it's on is is beautiful. So it could have been something like you yeah. Know, he just loved the land and okay. was like, you know what? We gotta we gotta make this we gotta make this bad boy big. Respect that. So the name Marihope, M E R R E H O P E, M I S S I P P I, is derived from three words Meridian, which is where it's located, it's the city in Mississippi, Restoration, and Hope. Cute. No way. Isn't that fresh? So cute. I think that's very fresh. So over the years, Marihope has been, as you know, a home. <laughs> but it's also been an apartment house, headquarters to a Confederate general, Ugh. and home to a family of 15. So Oof. many residents um, over the over the decades, and I'm guessing there was lots of drama with the Confederate general. I mean, I'm a Yank, so I'm just assuming. But, you know, there <laughs> there could have been some wild things happening inside. Who knows? Who knows? For a moment, I forgot we were in Mississippi, and I was like, what was the Confederate doing there? And then I remembered. (laughs) Yep. The girls are crazy. The girls are wild. The girls have gone wild. They have. According to Meridian Star publication, the home was last purchased in 1968, so a little more recent, by um, the members of nine ladies' clubs who would later form the Meridian Restorations Foundation Incorporated. Oh, wow. Cute, right? Right? Mouthful. So at the time, the house was divided into many different apartments. So basically, like, my, where I live, I live in, like, a mansion that's separated into many apartments. (laughs) Uh, But when these nine ladies purchased the house it underwent numerous uh, renovations and to make it available to the public as a museum both like historic and architectural um the marihope it's played it's been used for wedding receptions events and parties due to its aesthetic beauty and location over the years, however, rumors have begun swirling Ooh. that the beautiful and well-kempt mansion was actually haunted. Oh, wow. Mm. Rumors of ghost sightings began to circulate. Numerous people claimed to have seen the ghost of Eugenia Gary. So she was the daughter of the home's second owner, John Gary, who turned the cottage into a mansion. So she has been seen wandering the rooms and the hallways, the corridors, um, and um, the land outside. According to Donna White, who is the uh, current Marihope hostess and also a distant descendant of the Garys, 
Uh, Eugenia died of alcoholism as a teenager, which is oh, very sad. That is she, tragic. Right? She was buried in Yikes. Livingston, Alabama. So she never lived at Marahope. However, her father, good old Gary, who is buried at Rose Hill Cemetery nearby, lived at Marahope for many years and had his funeral service there. So Eugenia apparently visited the mansion as a child, um, as I mentioned before, you know, wandering about. And um, I mean, it sounds like a beautiful place to be. So it makes sense why she would return. A former hostess of the mansion, so right before Donna White, was the first to see Eugenia in the house. The first reported sighting. So she had seen an apparition and later recognized Eugenia in the portrait that hangs in the museum room. And she was like, holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen her. So since then, sightings of the ghost have become more frequent. So it's almost like she was, you know, making an appearance, kind of testing the waters, putting her ghost feelers out there, if you will. As they will do. As they will do. And she was, you know, welcomed with open, open, uh, real human arms. So she's popping in more often. According to White, Eugenia has been seen in museum room windows, the downstairs library where she often spent time, through the kitchen window, and also walking in through the front door, which is very bold. Usually they, you know, I feel like usually apparitions and ghosts like take the more difficult way. Yeah. They don't usually like take the front door, but I'm glad that she's feeling comfortable. Yeah. So White also recalls when a group of senior citizens came for a tour. And at the end, they took a photo in the mansion um, downstairs. And once the film developed, they saw, in addition, in the photo, someone who was not part of the tour or a senior citizen. Mm -hmm. And it looked just like Eugenia standing with them. She just wanted to be in the pic, you know? Mm. So the staff, they don't fear her. You know, she's very non-threatening and she's a, a very positive spirit. So they don't mind her. Uh, she doesn't seem to mind them. So we love that. However, there is another ghost who isn't as positive. This oh, ghost no. has not been identified, um, nor do they have a name. But also, according to meridianstar.com, this spirit is kind of intimidating and it hangs out in the Perry Ring. Hello, Periwinkle Room. Mm, yeah, that's Periwinkle. A hard one. <laughs> Perry's wrinkles. <laughs> the and most beautiful this... color of all. <laughs> Periwinkle would be a beautiful name for a baby girl. <laughs> so, this spirit who loves the Periwinkle Room <laughs> basically causes mayhem. <laughs> Um, they're still considered harmless, but they, you know, they cause disturbances. They, they make the staff and guests feel uneasy. So White's first encounter with the periwinkle ghost, um, happened when she had been only working there for two or three weeks. And every morning when she would arrive at the mansion, she'd go upstairs to the periwinkle room. You know, it was just part of her, you know, daily, um, Daily routine. Routine. That's the word. That oh, was it. That's a new one for me. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. What? It, what is routine? <laughs> <laughs> so one morning she stopped at the doorway of the periwinkle room and there was like this perfect imprint of a body on the bed. 
Oh. So White was like, um, no. <laughs> she ran downstairs. She checked the rest of the house, but nobody was there. And she called the other hostess. I, the word hostess in this context is interesting to me. I'm guessing that just means like someone who runs the house. Yeah. Housekeep- or, yeah, I, yeah, I would assume like. One of the nine ladies. The manager. I yeah, don't manager. Know. That's probably good. And she she was like, oh, no, like as if she knew what White was talking about. She's like, you're not going to leave, are you? Like <laughs> she we, just, go through a, we go through a lot of hostesses because of this. <laughs> oh, my God. They got like, they got like a Goldilocks problem or something with their ghost. Yeah. Who's laying in my bed? Damn. I know. Um, this spirit also likes to cause a ruckus. Um, they, you know, kind of make make the sound of broken glass and crashes, but then the the employees look around and there's nothing. <laughs> there's nothing broken, nothing amiss, mm. which is a little a little sus. You know what I mean? They love chaos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so there have been some investigations at the Marahope. And during an interview with White um, on the tapes, after the tour leaves the periwinkle room, a, a ghastly inhuman screech was heard on the recording. Um, and the the group, the tour group, kept talking during this, so they didn't hear it at the time. It was only heard in the recording. Um, but they, it's said to sound like a high-pitched train whistle, or like a rusty door hinge or a very unhappy cat. But it's just a very disturbing, loud noise. And it's wild and insane that nobody heard it at the time. And and I mean, we have personal experience with that. There yep. we have caught some some noises, some voices mm-hmm. in post that we didn't hear at the time. So So true. If that's not proof of paranormal activity, I don't know what is. But mm-hmm. I would love to just, you know, visit Marahope, walk around. Yeah. Leave same. an imprint in a bed for fun. Just <laughs> just for fun. Oh, my gosh. We love Marahope. The whole time you're telling that story, have either of y'all seen the movie Lady with a Manor? No. Hmm. Okay. It's, it's silly. It's giving low budget, although the cast is, like, a pretty good cast. Um, but it's about this like southern mansion. Um, and this woman gets a job as a tour guide there. And the lady of the house keeps like popping up on the tours. And like the woman who's giving these tours is like arguing with the woman of the house. And the tour guests are like, what the hell is going on? Oh my God. But she just like keeps showing up on the tours. And it's very funny. But it's got Judy Greer, who we love, and Justin Long and Ryan Phillippe. Um, and Melanie Linsky, who I feel like you'll know her face if you don't know her name, but what a hot cast! It, yeah, <laughs> great cast, silly little movie. Um, but that's that's what it made me think of was the ghostly woman of the manor who just kept like popping up on tours and <sighs> oh, love that acting a fool. We love that for her. Well, speaking of haunted places, which we do every single week. Um, <laughs> Tis let, what we do. Let me tell y'all a little story. Oh, my gosh. Please excuse. I don't know if that was my dog. Did you hear that? I swear the animal 
animals have been going nutso recently. Talking a lot. Acting a fool. My apologies. I really can't tell if that's my dog or a dog outside. Anyway, so this is the story of the Witch of Yazoo. <gasps> wow. She sounds I, fun. I hope I'm saying that correctly. But she she resides in Yazoo City, Mississippi. And mm. uh, shout out to visit yazoo.org for all this info because they spilled the tea on her. So... <laughs> The the story of this witch revolves around her gravesite, which is located in the middle of this historic cemetery. Um, it's called Glenwood Cemetery. And her grave is surrounded by chain links. It's infamously known as the witch's grave. So here's the story. The legend of the Witch of Yazoo became famous in Willie Morris's book, Good Old Boy, which was published in 1971, although many have said that the grave and its legend were around long before the author was born. So it must be true, right? Right. Right. According to the story, there is this old witch who lived on the Yazoo River, and she was caught torturing fishermen. She would lure them into her home off of the river, poison them, kill them, just oh, no. do crazy, crazy things to them. It's rude. Not so, my semen. No, she <laughs> she was up to no good. Although, maybe they were bad men, and she was doing this to rid the world of evil men. Oh. I don't were know. they catching mermaids? I don't know. So the sheriff caught wind of what was going on, and he goes out to find this woman. And a chase ensues. He chases her through the swamps um, and eventually finds her. But by the time he finds her, she's half drowned in quicksand. Quicksand. Remember everyone's greatest fear. I know. I was about to say, were y'all terrified of it as a kid? And how many times have you actually encountered it? Never. As a child, yet I was convinced that that's the way that we were all going down because it was in all the cartoons. It was like quicksand galore. This girl ran into some quicksand. She was she drowned in the quicksand. Yep, man. So that was not before. She could put a curse on the town. So as she was sinking, she swore revenge on Yazoo City and the town's people, claiming that... <laughs> no, in, Yazoo! Yes, this is the quote. In 20 years, I will return and burn this town to the ground. Oh. At the time, people were like, this woman is batshit crazy. She's full of it. She's just a kooky woman. Mm-hmm. That was until... About 20 years later, on May 25th of 1904. It was called the Fire of 1904. (laughs) And it destroyed over 200 residences and nearly every business in Yazoo City. 320, geez Louise, what are words? 324 buildings in total burnt to the ground that day. Damn. The whole damn city, basically. So a lot of theories evolved as to how the fire started, which, you know, happens in in fire scenarios, but none were conclusive and investigation into the fire didn't prove to be fruitful. They could not determine a cause of what started this. 
So the most popular theory at the time was that the fire started with a candle or another open flame in the parlor of a young Miss Wise who lived in town, and she was actually preparing for her wedding that day. Theories around Miss Wise are plausible, obviously, open flame, you know, start a fire any old day. Mm -hmm. But there were these fierce winds that were blowing that day, which were unusual for the region and for the time of year. And this led many townspeople to blame the witch, thinking that she caused these winds that caught the fire and, and spread it about town. Bystanders who actually witnessed the fire um, starting and then moving around town claimed that the flames were jumping through the air as if driven by some supernatural force that they could not see. Everyone claimed that it was really unnatural and the flames were literally like hopping and flying which sounds chaotic. <laughs> Cute. <laughs> putting, on, putting on a little show for us. Yeah. Um, and interestingly enough, recorded area weather reports from that day make no mention of high winds in the area, which you'd think if it was really that crazy, there would have been a report on it, but there was nothing. No one has been find any been able to find anything that says that that was the case. Hmm. So after this happened, the witch theory started, and a group of townspeople made their way into the Glenwood Cemetery um, the day after the fire, where they found the large chains around the grave of the witch were broken. <gasps> what? Bitch is strong. Yes. They <coughs> saw this as a sign that she'd escaped her burial site, basically. As one does. Yes, which, Yeah. <laughs> It happens all day, every day. You drive past the cemetery, people are just busting out. Typical. So that's pretty much the backstory. Today, folks enjoy touring the cemetery and hearing the story of the witch. She's termed the chain lady by many modern day Yazooans. That's what they call themselves. Oh, I um, love it. Yes. To date, the only record found about that specific location shows that a woman owned the plot in Glenwood where the witch's grave is located today. Although there's also evidence to show that there might be a man buried there. So stories are all over the place. Oh, my God. Like plot twist. Plot. Literal plot twist. The I'm going to call plot. her two chains. You should call her two chains. Okay. She is, she is two chains. Um, but yeah, so they no one knows for certain who is buried there. But in another strange occurrence surrounding the grave, many years ago, there was a stone that was on the grave marking as like a headstone of sorts. It's long gone now. But the, the only thing this stone had on it were the letters T.W., Leading people to believe that it stood for the witch. Trigger warning. Trigger warning. Two <laughs> chains is on the loose, babe. <laughs> Close your eyes. Um, there's now a headstone in place that mysteriously fell and split in two shortly after installation, which two chains. chains. Oh, two. Sorry. Something with the number two going on. Something. Here. Something is a foot. But yeah, the the stone, big ass stone, just like fell, no explanation, split right in two, um, and the heavy chains surrounding the grave are constantly being repaired, only to fall apart soon again after. So, 
you know, are people are people doing this or is this the witch? Uh, locals and visitors still believe that there's a supernatural source that's the cause of these things going on. Current lore says that when all of the chains are gone from her grave, the witch will return again to get revenge on the city once more. <gasps> because people truly like think that this is what's going to happen, cemetery caretakers ensure that repairs are made really quickly in hopes that they keep the witch and her curse <laughs> at bay. It's where all their tax dollars are going. <laughs> they're <laughs> spending to that damn witch in, the, in this local <laughs> graveyard. I mean, how many chains have they had to replace at this point? Right? We don't know. More than two, though. I'll say that. More than two. Yeah. But that's the story of the witch of Yazoo. She, bur- she burnt their shit to the ground. She yeah, cursed girl. them. She's she strong. She does CrossFit. And then she had those flames dance while she was burning it down. I know. Tossing them. Yeah. She's multifaceted. She's very talented. She's like an she, entertainer. She raps. Yeah. Right. She sings. She dances. Yes. She's strong as heck. Fire yeah, she, dancer. She reminds Fire me like dancer. a little Chain bit of breaker. like a Beetlejuice. Like what if it was yes. Beetlejuice? <gasps> yes. And that's who the man in the grave <laughs> Absolutely. Uh. <laughs> My God, have y'all seen the memes going around that are like Pete Davidson? Pete Davidson is what Beetlejuice would have looked like if he was alive, uh, and I'm like, true. it's accurate. The side by side comparison is so accurate. It's phenomenal. <laughs> uh, why? Did, why was it so hard to say Pete Davidson just now? Lord Everything feels hard today. Pete, if you're listening, that's what she said. Uh, we'll protect you at all costs <laughs> from Kanye. We won't let this happen. Never. All right, well, uh, I'll finish us off here and uh, give us the tale of the King's Tavern. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. And many props to hauntedhouses.com for all my info because they gave it to me straight. So that was nice. <laughs> they got a lot of good info. If you're they looking really for a haunting, check them out. For real. Okay, and I'm going to butcher the name that this tavern is in the city it's in Natchez Natchez that's right Natchez I think that's right Mm -hmm. all right Natchez Mississippi y'all that's where we're headed and that's where the King's Tavern is it's one of the oldest structures in this very old river city port um and was built back in the 1700s so yeah Super, super old. What's really fun about this structure is that it was built using like old um, beams taken from scraps of old sailing ships and mostly Mm -hmm. New Orleans sailing ships, Alyssa. So very cool. And like way back in the day too. So to know that like that structure is built from like old scraps of ships that were on the sea back like probably in the 1600s. Yeah. yeah, dope, y'all. And right. the and slaves built it, right? Well, even that, yeah, crazy. There, you know? There's probably so much attachment to just like the building materials alone that's like adding right. to whatever's going on, right? There. Insane. So, um, after the Revolutionary War, like in well, like it, <laughs> and <laughs> it was in 1776, can confirm. The British left town and um, they headed for the frontier river port. And uh, one of these 
Young Bucks was Richard King. He uh, moved his family to Natchez where he bought this block home and opened a tavern slash inn um, for the town as well as a place to drop off their mail. So he was a mailman. Too a real entrepreneur, Richard King was. Didn't he do? And don't get him confused for King Richard. Not the same. Or Richard King, who started the the fucking what is it? A cattle ranch here? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, isn't that King? I thought that was King Richard. No, that's Richard King. What about King Richard's fair? Yeah, there's also King Richard. There's lots of Richards and Kings paired up. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. Well, this this is not them. It's not, not them. None <laughs> this of them. Is this is his own Richard, Richard King. King. Do not from be Natchez. mistaken. <laughs> yeah. People and, are like, we weren't confused. Okay. Good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're right on track. I love it. So this guy was selling drinks to the townspeople, giving out mail. He was the moneymaker in town. He became super popular, local celebrity status, and he loved it. He um, enjoyed hanging out with his people. His wife became very prominent and respected in town. So, you know, they were living the life at this time. Cute. Um, After a while, Natchez got hit with some not-so-nice people, like um, the infamous sadistic Harp brothers, which who were outlaws and took delight in torturing and mutilating and killing their victims. Ew. that kind of sucked in the Natcha and <laughs> that kind of sucked just a little bit. <laughs> and the Hart brothers loved to hang out at King's Tavern, so also really sucked, you know? Yeah. But bad for business. We'll get to it. Yeah. Eventually, and um uh, it's you know, Richard King sold the King's Tavern in 1817, but and the building became a private home. But by 1973, it was sold again and became another tavern and restaurant. And it would be that today, but it permanently closed recently, unfortunately. Oh, damn. But you can still go buy it. So don't lose hope. Okay, on to the crazy stories that make this place so haunted. Are you ready? Ready. I'm going to take you back to the Hart Brothers, okay? Because one of the Hart Brothers that like to hang out at this place He was just sitting at the tavern one day, you know, hanging out. And this mother was, uh, I guess she was sitting next, close by. She had a baby and the baby was super fussy. And um, the mom was trying to quiet the baby. And this harp brother, they called him Big Harp. He swaggered from the tavern area, picked up this baby, swung the child by its feet. What? Smashing its head against the brick wall and killing it. What? And Excuse then return to the bar for a drink. You are kidding me. No. It's an damn. actual psychopath. What Psycho. the fuck? Yeah. Um, yeah. Another thing that's crazy is uh there was three murders in this place that Nobody really knows what happened. And you know how they found out? No. They were renovating the bar, you guys. And they dug out the fireplace. And behind the fireplace were three dead bodies. No. no. Mm-hmm. Two men, one female. 
The female was later identified as Madeline. And let me tell you about this girl, Madeline. So Richard King hired a pretty young girl, 16 years old. Her name was Madeline. She um, was beautiful and engaging and caught the attention of Richard, obviously. So Richard was like, forget about my wife. I'm going to get with her. And he did. Madeline quickly became (laughs) his mistress. And um, yeah. So tale as old as time. Tale as old as time. (laughs) So perhaps Madeline was killed by Richard King himself to, you know, shut her up. Well, yeah, shut her up and like, you know, not expose himself. Yeah. um, And his illicit affair. Ew. What a nasty old man. Right. But crazy. It's like, who are the other two guys, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Hello. During the 1930s, the Portsmouth family needed to do some renovations. So those were the people that found the bodies. They were three mummified bodies again. And the one is believed to be Madeline. Along with the bodies was a dagger. And it was like a jeweled dagger. <laughs> what? I want that. I know. So they believe that <laughs> right? was they believe that was the murder weapon. The two men, uh, many theories about them say that they're slaves or servants or tavern guests who just annoyed um, either Mr. King or Mrs. King. And uh, yeah, they killed them. Wow. Yeah. Um, so Now all these people like haunt this place, right? Madeline certainly does. They find her footprints on freshly mopped floors. Mm, Love it. I know. Her apparition will be seen from time to time from patrons and staff. She likes to play jokes on the staff and chuckles a lot in their ear. She likes to knock jars off shelves, pour water from ceiling and onto the floor She likes to make the chairs rock that are hanging on the walls. Um, That's what it says. I don't know why the chairs are hanging on the walls, but. Why not, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Um, Hard to open (laughs) doors will suddenly open by themselves. They say that's Madeline. Um, When staff members call her name, the door shuts again. (laughs) She likes to turn faucets on and off and lights. An EVP of a woman was made in one of the empty bedrooms um, by a Natchez news crew member. Mm. So they actually heard her. There's an entity of a man with a top hat. He, this guy is described as sinister, so watch out. He could Ooh, be... Do you think it's a man with a, one of the hat men? Maybe. He could... Shadowy shadow man? <laughs> I don't know, but he could be one of the victims in the fireplace, you know? Oh, God. Yeah, the waiters and waitresses feel that he has an evil persona, but perhaps he's just angry because he was killed. He's seen wearing a dark jacket, um, some pants, thank God, and a black tie string. (laughs) (laughs) Now, were these slacks? (laughs) Tell me more about the pants. It just gives me pants, you know, Uh and we're all happy about it. So I would hope he's wearing some damn <laughs> pants. I'm not trying I to mean, see any ghost business. Damn. Right. You know, I don't mind either way. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> She's trying to get a right. quick peek. Uh, sometimes this dude, good thing he's wearing pants because he'll appear behind people. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I take back what I said. I am also glad 
that he's wearing the slacks, the trousers. Thank God. And he mostly likes to get in the picture, uh, get behind people in pictures um, when they're taking them by the fireplace. So watch out. Wow. People have found tight. People have felt tightness in their necks and and shoulders and pressure on their chest before. And they all think this is the evil entity. Dishes sometimes get thrown around in an aggressive manner, which apparently isn't Madeline's style. So it must be this stone. Yeah. Um, In one of the mirrors upstairs, there's the face of a man that is seen from time to time. Sometimes, yeah, I guess maybe he's he's checking himself out, so he's got to (laughs) be. And then the baby crying. Oh, yeah, I can't handle that. You think it's the same baby? It's got to be. You know, F the Hart Brothers. Yeah. Am I right? Like, you guys can just go straight to your graves. Straight to hell. Mm -hmm. Straight to heck. Whatever that looks like, right? Yeah. Nasty, nasty people. So that's the King Tavern. It's still a structure in Natchez, Mississippi, but permanently closed. I wonder what will become of it next. I feel like historic properties like that, they get snagged up. Someone's going to yeah, take it. Yeah, somebody's going to take it. I feel like it's, yeah, it's really cool what it's made out of. So nobody better destroy that. No. I feel like there's got to be some sort of like, oh my gosh, my dogs will not shut up. Some sort of um, historic like landmark protection on that. Don't yeah. know what that's called, but um, those are the words I strung together. Yeah. It makes sense. <laughs> I know Ghost Adventures went there too. So check out the episode, see what happens. I don't know if I've seen that one, but I know they went there. So I certainly haven't. Yeah. I- I'm few and far between on Ghost Adventures. I've tried a few times to like watch it in the background and I'm like, they are they're just doing too much for my taste. Um, yeah. It's like you have to be in the mood for them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm yeah. sure people say this about us. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. I'm sure they do. I am so sorry. Now there's a dog barking outside. I really hope you guys cannot hear that. My apologies. You know, you can't tame these animals, can you? Try as you might. No. Well, wow. Mississippi, it has got a lot going on, let me tell you. I'm surprised. Well, I guess if you think about the history, not surprised at all. Lots of ghosts hopping into photos with people. Very interesting. They love it. Yeah, they're really trying to show off. Well, good for them. All right, y'all. Rate, review, subscribe. Do the damn thing. We're on TikTok. If you're not following us there, do it. I'm not making any more videos anytime soon because it's hard, but I'm going to try. <laughs> it's so hard. Um, <laughs> it takes like two hours. <laughs> I have no ideas for them. Uh, yeah, but no, if and if there's anything you guys want to see on TikTok, let your girls know. Send us your stories to the Golden Ghouls podcast at gmail.com. We have a ghoul talk coming Probably next episode or maybe the one yeah. after. Who knows? And uh, anything else? I can't think of a thing. All right. No, that's... No, no. nothing. The brain's empty. All it's right. dead. Head empty. Until next time, stay spooky. Woo! <laughs>